Welcome back to Homegrown Health. I'm Jess Joni. I am so excited for the show today. I cannot uh, wrap my brain around it. I, <laughs> you guys, I have been wanting to bring this guest on since 2014. Um, I started learning about his work in 2012, and I'll go into more of that as he and I get into the interview. But first, I have to give some love to Pomafera. Pomafera.com. It is the key sponsor of Homegrown Health. He's been with me since 2018, and Pomafera.com has grown leaps and bounds since then. Non-toxic skincare made from Iowa, made in Iowa by Iowan hedge apples by Iowan Hands. The manufacturing facility plant is in Iowa. They recycle. They uh, are kind to the earth. And Todd Johnson and his crew at Pomafera.com absolutely are just some of the best people for non-toxic skincare that I could ever know. I've toured the facilities. We have used this in my home. Pomafera products have been in my home in one form or another since 2015 when I met him and he first shared his vision. So go to pomafera.com. It's an emollient healing oil, Pomafera healing oil. Um, it comes plain or with essential oils. The smell is beautiful. The oil is used for all kinds of things on the body. I mean, not only is it exceptionally hydrating and emollient, but it is also um, very healing for people who have suffered from things like eczema, contact dermatitis, psoriasis, and other ailments in the skin. And of course, you know here at Homegrown Health, we take an inside-out approach to healthcare, skincare, and everything uh, in between. But this is certainly one of those things that you can put on your body and not have to worry about whether or not it has toxic ingredients. You can put it on your body and not have to worry about their manufacturing practices. It's been something, like I said, I've used with my children. They have a lot of other products as well um, at pomafera.com. So make sure you check them out for me, please. They are just, yeah, they're fantastic people. Also, uh, Relax Saunas, relaxsaunas.com, relaxsaunas with an S.com. My code is JJ75. Far infrared saunas that are also portable. I take them with me when I travel. That way I've always got a way for me to detox my lymphatic system. I always have a way to indulge in the far infrared goodness. All of the things that far infrared does for your body, the way that it can increase your metabolism, the way that it helps your body naturally detoxify. Um, it Gets you from zero to sweating in a short amount of time. The sauna heats up in only 30 seconds. And all of the benefits of Far Infrared are fabulous for your health. If you haven't studied Far Infrared, you can just head over to RelaxSaunas.com to read more about that. It does so many wonderful things in, you know, cellular repair, cellular contributes to cellular regeneration, helps your body to detoxify, helps pump that lymphatic system. It helps really all of your organs, when you look at the body as a whole, um, the health benefits of what a far infrared sauna will do for your body are, are numerous. And I am so excited to get this show out to you today. Here's my discount code, JJ75 at RelaxSaunas.com. And that's it, man. We are going to head right into Dr. Patrick Vickers. What you need to know about the Gerson Center and the Gerson Therapy Way is it is mostly known and used for patients with cancer. Although you don't have to have 
an active form of cancer in your body in order to utilize Gerson principles. Because I use these principles and these healing methodologies in my life every single day. And it has made all of the difference in my health. But Dr. Vickers is somebody who has been pioneering um, utilizing the Gerson methods that he has studied personally. And we'll get into that in this interview. He's the director and founder of the Northern Baja Gerson Center in Rosarito, Mexico. It is the world's premier clinic for the natural treatment of cancer and advanced disease, specializing in advanced Gerson therapy. And Dr. Vickers has helped numerous people heal their body, learn how to eat, learn how to sustainably add these therapies to their lives so they stay well long term. It's really a beautiful service that he offers in Mexico. Uh, He was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and he obtained his undergrad degrees in pre-med from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Life University in Marietta, Georgia, before going on to receive his doctorate in chiropractic from New York Chiropractic College uh, back in 97. Now, he actually lived with Charlotte Gerson, who was the last living daughter of Dr. Maxwell Gerson, the Nobel Peace Prize laureate, who created the Gerson therapy. So if you've ever been around natural health um, for any number of years, this is really like one of the pillar natural remedies, natural uh, methodologies that help your body start to heal from that very scary word that most people don't know what to do with when they hear it right? Cancer is a very emotionally charged word. It can cause a lot of fear. It has been one of the things that actually um, stirred me to start studying alternative therapies around the world with regards to cancer because I was afraid I was going to get it and I was afraid I was going to die from it. And I know I shared that story with you Um, you know, on this show, I shared some portions of it in the last show that I did uh, with Del Bigtree, but it was a serious concern of mine and my own health journey that I would be heading down that road. And part of what helped ease my mind about my body's ability to heal and what really, you know, it it turned me on. It was a huge light bulb that went off for me when I started studying not only what other people in in other cultures around the world were doing, but when I discovered Dr. Patrick Vickers and the work he was doing um, and the stories that I've heard, you know, come out of his clinic and other colleagues like Chris Wark from ChrisBeatCancer.com, he started interviewing Dr. Vickers as well. And it just opened my eyes. I could never unknow the things that you are about to learn today. And I've carried that with me for over 10 years. I've carried that with me as one of the tools in my natural health and self-empowerment tool belt because it's one of the most revolutionary things I've ever come across. I almost lack words, and I'm never shy on words, (laughs) but I almost lack words for the deep gratitude that I feel for this knowledge And I want every person in my life that I know, every person hearing this, I want you to have this knowledge too. It's not hidden, right? The power to heal the body, the knowledge to do it, the steps to take towards it, it's all here. And there's so much to know and there's so much to learn and yet it is so simple. 
It's so unbelievably simple. So that being said, I'm honored to introduce you to Dr. Patrick Vickers on Homegrown Health. Dr. Patrick Vickers from the Advanced Gerson Clinic in Rosarito, Mexico. Thank you so much for being on Homegrown Health today. I am beyond thrilled to actually have you on the show because... I've known about you since 2012. I met you in 2014, wow. and I've been geeking ever since. <laughs> you, uh, you're kind of my go-to guy when it comes to telling people about where to go if they want yeah. to heal their body from degenerative disease, if they have yeah. cancer, advanced cancer. So I want to get a little bit behind who you are, what, how, what got you started, and, and kind of the evolution of what got you into this line of work and helping people learn to heal their bodies. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joni. You know, it's always a it's always an honor to talk about Dr. Gerson and his work. And yeah, it's nice to see you again. It was, you know, like you said, it was 10 years ago or close to 10 years ago. Close to 10 years. Yeah. So I found out about you in 2012. Um, I guess we'll start there. I um, had started to research natural alternatives for cancer. I stumbled upon um, a video and I know, you know, her Dr. Veronique Desonier. Um, I came across her work with, um, you know, blood, blood root salve and how it helped her in her journey on on top of many other things to heal her body from breast cancer twice. And I was like, did her body just open up and spit out a tumor on its own without surgery? Like, what did I just see? Right. Blew my mind. So I could never unknow that. Then I started seeing your videos and I'm like, what? There's a whole clinic. There's a whole protocol. It's called Gerson therapy. How did what? Like, I cannot unknow this. Then we got to talk at a conference together in 2014 um, in Branson, Missouri and you um, sat with me by the you know fire in the lobby and we just talked and talked and I just it changed my life it changed what I knew the human body could do especially with something as scary as cancer that's right yeah so you know just in a nutshell uh, you know I wanted to be a chiropractor ever since I was 11 years old friends of our families was a chiropractor and they were staying at our home for the weekend when their five-year-old boy who was sleeping with me one night Woke up in the middle of the night with a cough that wouldn't stop. He coughed for like 20, 30 minutes straight. And finally, at 3 a.m., his father hears him coughing, comes upstairs, comes into my room, lies his son on the end of my bed and adjusts his neck, realigns his spine in both directions. And the boy stopped coughing immediately. You know, so when that happened, I was absolutely shocked. And I said, that's what I'm going to do for a living. And I was 11 years old. And so here I am a year away from graduating chiropractic school when Charlotte Gerson, the iconic Charlotte Gerson, Dr. Gerson's last living daughter, uh, was invited to come speak at New York Chiropractic College where I was a student. Now, I had a year left before I graduated, you know, and so I'm near 30 years old, 28, I think. And I've been waiting for that moment to graduate chiropractic school for 17 years at that point. And uh, Charlotte Gerson walks through the doors and starts talking about her father. And it was at that moment, I mean, I knew what she was saying was true. And when you realize that what someone is saying like that that's true, you've been lied to your whole life. I mean, that was the biggest shocker, was how the depth of the lies that have occurred in the last 100 years to censor Dr. Gerson's work specifically And so, lo and behold, you know, 
as soon as she opened her mouth, I said, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. And so I graduated school, had a fervent passion for his work, and she recognized that passion. And she invited me to come live at her home for two months in San Diego, where she had all her father's handwritten files between 1910 and 1959 when he died. And I spent two months studying Dr. Gerson's handwritten files. You know, I mean, Nobel. You're one of the few people in the world who's been able to have access to that. Oh, yeah. I'm only one of a handful of people. Yeah. 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 You know, a Nobel Peace Prize winner, Albert Schweitzer, he called Gerson the greatest genius in medical history. So to have your hands on that man's records, his handwritten files, and to be in the home of his iconic daughter for two months, I mean, you know, there isn't a greater honor at this point, you know, and, and it remains my passion after 25 years. And going through the files, right, I'm like, I'm putting myself in your shoes and thinking about what that would be like to, you know, have the mother load <laughs> of the mother load. Of, the mother load of like all of these files that that, you know, are helping heal people from mm. diseases we've been lied to mm. about and told that we can't heal from. Right. That mm. unless we do the cut, poison and burn method that, you know, they created and even then less than three percent chance right, of survival or less than three percent of chance of su- success, whatever, however we define that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as you're going through the files and you first get access to them, what are some things that surprised you about Dr. Gerson when you were going through everything? Something that really stood out to you about his personality or about who he was as a person? Well, he was, you know, he was OCD about details. I mean, this man, you know, if you talk to Charlotte about, about her father's life, this man was so unbelievably absorbed into perfecting his therapy and constantly seeking out the scientific literature to improve on his therapy. That's the one thing that stood out the most, how this man was constantly experimenting with food. I mean, when you look at his forbidden foods list and stuff, you're like, you know, that's crazy because that's healthy for a healthy person. But for a cancer patient, if you break his forbidden rules – then you run the risk of dying. You know, so the empirical genius that this man was, where he could take and experiment with things and see how that would react to the human body in a cancer patient, that's pretty much, you know, what stood out to me the most. But he was just so consumed with his work, and you can read that, you know, in his, in his files, just how incredibly intricate and well thought out everything was. You know, Charlotte once told me a story when we were sitting at breakfast together one morning at her home, how if her family wanted to go out on a bike ride together, so there were five of them, three daughters, the wife, and Dr. Gerson. Two people would have to be in front of Dr. Gerson, and two people would have to be behind him. because, And he'd have to be in the middle. Because he was so absorbed in his patience and his therapy, that if they're going down a trail on riding their bikes, he would veer off the path because he was just completely unfocused on the bike ride. And so someone behind him would have to warn him and someone in front of him would be a reminder that, oh, I'm on the path. 
Wow. You know, this, yeah, that's just, that is the mind of a genius, really, you know? And, and so that's what stood out the most. Gerson just was an unbelievable genius. And he died in 1959. He was obviously way ahead of his time in 1959. 63 years later, he remains ahead of his time. His understanding of the intercellular workings and needs of a cancer patient today is still unrivaled. And he, everyone knows who Dr. Gerson is within our industry. Yeah. I mean, eight movies, eight movies have chronicled our work. There is not another therapy out there that can boast, that can boast that recognition on an international scale. And everybody knows it. So why aren't they taking his ideas and applying it to their therapies? It's mind boggling. There's nobody out there doing it. You know, and they're just doing all the other fancy stuff, hyperbaric oxygen, you know, photosonotherapy. These things don't heal. You know, they're great in conjunction with the Gerson therapy, diet and detoxification, you know, but and that's where Gerson reigns supreme. But nobody's doing the diet and the detox necessary to heal people of their diseases. It's that simple. It's and, and that is the thing that I think blew my mind the most when I heard you speak and, and through our conversations was that it was just like let's start at the foundation, right? Nothing mm. else matters. All these other secondary, tertiary things that we are including, even including supplementation yeah. into our diet, into our into our bodies, nothing, yeah. none of that matters if the cell isn't able to absorb and be flooded with nutrients and start to correct itself. So like, yeah. what are we doing? I, I did a show, the last show that I did, I was talking about, um, you know, how many thousands of dollars I've spent on protocols and supplements and how everything in my being brings brings me back to like whole foods, plant-based eating every time. And it's, it's like, it's a craving. It's something that I know my body needs. And so I end up juicing. I go back to raw salads. I go back to, you know, plant-based eating and it's suddenly everything is right in the world again. And I, and so I've stopped veering off the path. <laughs> I've just stayed on it. And it's, it's really, um, I've gained so much in my health in, yeah. in my vision, in my clarity in um, yeah. e- just even in my life. And it's, it's amazing. I mean, but diet is so simple. What we need nutritionally is just so simple, and we make it so hard. Yeah, and, and the intensity necessary to reverse an advanced cancer. Look, if you're not getting 20 pounds of fruits and vegetables, organic fruits and vegetables, five coffee enemas every single day, your chances of being able to reverse an advanced cancer, and I mean stage three, stage four, yeah. are between slim and none. I mean, that is the reality. And that's the unfortunate thing. You know, a lot of these other clinics, they might be doing a few juices. You might get one coffee enema per day. That's not going to heal a mouse. You have to literally flood the body with massive amounts of nutrients. Then the detox with the coffee enemas, right? Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, you have to change the internal integrity of the cell, the metabolism of the cell. And that requires very specific supplementation as well. So supplementation is great, but that's why they're called supplements. Right. They're to be supplemented with proper diet and detoxification. And this is the problem today, even in natural medicine. Yes. Your natural doctors, they've taken the medical model yep. and they've brought it into natural medicine. 
So take this for that, that for this, this for that, this supplement, that supplement. And the problem is the human body cannot heal on supplements. They can play a role, but they cannot heal. You only heal one way, and that is with food. There is no other way. I love that. This is, yeah. you're just preaching everything in my heart that I've been trying to really um, teach about and also you yeah. know, talk about in conferences. I've been talking about mindset now. This is going to be going on like the third or fourth year because I realized this epidemic in natural health that um, we're just pill popping again, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you don't understand where the supplements are coming from and you don't know the company and their integrity and how they, you know, is it a Whole Foods um, you know, supplement or is it synthetic? Most people don't know the difference. And then where yeah. is the, that synthetic, those synthetic nutrients or chemicals go? Yeah. Where do they come from? What's the source and what is it doing in your body? And what other right. system in your body is wreaking, is it wreaking havoc on that you're trying to correct, but taking the pills going, Oh, natural health doesn't work. Right. And I'm yeah. like, bullshit. It, it yeah. does. It certainly yeah. does. You know, let I, me give it, yeah. let me give you a classic example of, of a supplement that people just rely on constantly in the realm of cancer, right? Let's talk about IV vitamin C. (laughs) I don't do IV vitamin C anymore. And that's the darling supplement everybody's doing today when they have cancer is IV vitamin C. Why won't I do IV vitamin C anymore? Do you know where the vitamin C is coming from and what it is? It's ascorbic acid. Right, So they're injecting 50,000 to 100,000 milligrams of ascorbic acid into your blood every single day when you do IV vitamin C therapy, every single day. But what is that? That ascorbic acid is being made in a laboratory from genetically modified cornstarch, sulfuric acid, and acetone. And in a laboratory, they take those three things and they isolate ascorbic acid, which isn't vitamin C. Vitamin C is not ascorbic acid. If you look at the true vitamin C molecule, it has an outer ring of ascorbic acid. But the entire core of the molecule is all your bioflavonoids, your cofactors, vitamins, minerals. That's what makes up the vitamin C. They're not injecting that into your body. So what happens when you're injecting 100,000 milligrams of isolated ascorbic acid into the body? Well, when you take white rice, white flour, right? Those nutrients have been stripped, right? Yeah, yeah. Those nutrients you needed in order to run it through the energy cycles in the body and properly utilize it. But they're gone. So what does the body do? How does the body take a food like that and utilize it? Well, it has to rob your body of nutrients. And so your bone and your bone marrow, they're like your immune system's reserve tank. And every time you eat a processed food made of white rice, white flour, the body robs your bone and your bone marrow over time. In order to utilize these processed foods. That's why at 5560, I can, as a chiropractor, x-ray someone 
anyone today. They're osteoporotic. Yep. I was just going to say osteopenia and osteoporosis. Yeah. Yeah, because they've eaten these diets that have stripped their bone and their bone marrow over and over again. And so what do you think is happening when they inject pure ascorbic acid which isn't a vitamin C molecule. Well, first of all, your body's going to pee out 95% of that IV. And now the other 5%, the body's got to package the deal. It's got to create a vitamin C molecule that it can utilize, properly package. So where is it going to go in the human body? Because now this is what long-term use of IV vitamin C is revealing. It's destroying the collagenous structures the collagen structures of the human body, the skin, the connective tissue, the arterial and venous system. This is where vitamin C hangs out naturally in the human body. That's why all your skincare products now, the natural ones, what do they contain? They contain like fruits and vegetables, vitamin C, because that's where it is stored in the human body. And so what they're finding now is long-term use of IV vitamin C is breaking down the collagen structures of the body. And so what did Hippocrates' first theorem say? First, first do no do harm. No harm. <laughs> right? Yeah. First, do no harm. So it's actually stupid to do IV vitamin C especially in high doses like that. Now, why do we do IV vitamin C? Well, what's you the anecdotal do- or the, you know, what is the the experience that people have when they say, oh, I got better or I felt better when I did that? Yeah, well, I'm not saying that it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. The reason why you do IV vitamin C is you're trying to create hydrogen peroxide residues in the body because we know cancer can't survive in a body where there's oxygen. But there's a thousand ways to kill a cat, to skin a cat when you're trying to oxygenate tissues. First of all, it's an alkaline diet that ultimately oxygenates tissues, which we can go into. But what about hyperbaric oxygen? What about rectal ozone? What about drinking ozonated water? What about a pulse electromagnetic frequency mat that oxygenates tissues 30% greater than a chamber? Why do we have to inject deadly toxic IV vitamin C in order to get oxygen residues? It doesn't make sense. There's other ways to, to manufacture oxygen within the body. IV vitamin C is not the way. We do a high-dose oral vitamin C from Paleo Valley that contains camu camu fruit, amla berry, and unripe acerola cherry, the three highest sources of vitamin C in, the, in, in, in nature. And so the body can take that and absorb 100% of it because it recognizes it. Yes, and that, that, is a, that is one of the biggest ways that I try to explain uh, to people, and I'm glad that you, that you said it recognizes it, because I, I always say like it's like a computer program, right? Mm. Does not compute. You remember the floppy disks showing my age here? But yeah, from the floppy disks from the 80s. It's like if it doesn't, we have a blueprint. We have a blueprint that is designed to recognize the nutrients here on the planet that we are supposed to have to thrive and survive. And when we feed ourselves things that do not uh, align with that blueprint, then it becomes toxic to the body and starts storing up and creating, you know, long-term disease that you don't even realize is happening in your body until the oh shit button gets hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
And the oh shit button is usually around 50 to 55 because that's the average age coming into my clinic. That onslaught of depleting the immune system through processed foods and stuff, stress, whatever, that's what's happening in the body. We're depleting that reserve tank. You and I have cancer. You know, our neighbor has cancer. We all have cancer. It's a natural bodily process for our immune system to destroy cancer on a daily basis. That is normal. So at what point does the immune system lose its ability to overcome its natural bodily process when you've completely depleted the bone marrow, the bone, the immune system, the organic structures from years of faulty, abusive diet. Well, let's talk about the flooding your body with the 20 pounds of fruits and vegetables. And also let's have a conversation about the coffee in them because that's been a topic of conversation I've probably reached out to you more about than anybody else. Um, so the 20 pounds of fruits and vegetables. Okay, most people are like, that's a lot. There's no way I could eat that many fruits and vegetables and organics expensive, right? So there's all these like stumbling blocks right away because we've become so disconnected from our food. People don't realize that it is the medicine that we need, right? So Mm. it's like food has become um, so pleasurable and it's been so much about feeding the the internal, you know, uh, parasite candida monsters. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> that it like drives people. Uh, food is pleasure. And I found the most pleasure in plant-based eating and vegan food, um, especially when you learn how to cook it and make it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so flooding your body with 20 pounds of fruits and vegetables a day. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, you're obviously not eating that, right? That's juicing. You're getting 13 fresh pressed juices every hour on the hour, every single day. And they must be made fresh. They must be drunk right away because that is when they are their most powerful. So 17 out of those 20 pounds are are through drinking, right, every hour on the hour. And then they're getting three organic meals every single day. And those organic meals are cooked. You know, in natural medicine today, you always hear raw, 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 raw is best. If you're an advanced cancer patient, An all-raw diet actually will not benefit you. It will actually work against you. Gerson understood this instinctively. Look, if you read in Dr. Gerson's book before he died, one word stands out over and over and over again that he talks about. And it is the secret to his therapy. It is the secret to health. And it is the secret to curing advanced disease. What is that word? metabolism oh i was gonna say over (laughs) over and over again he mentions metabolism as the secret to everything now let's break that down real quickly everything we do is based on the restoration of metabolism what is metabolism defined it's the breakdown of food into energy right that is the definition well where does the breakdown of food begin in your mouth. In the gut. In the <laughs> mouth. Digestive tract. Yeah. In your digestive tract, mouth to anus, right? That is your that's the where the breakdown of food takes place. Is it any wonder? In natural medicine, we're taught seventy percent of your immune system is where? In the gut. It's in the gut. So you cannot heal a human body without healing the gut. 
You can't restore metabolism, the breakdown of food into energy, without healing where the breakdown begins, which is in the gut. How do you heal the gut? You heal the gut with food. And any diseased patient, particularly an advanced cancer patient, their guts are so deranged. And if you take and put them on an all-raw diet, do you know how hard it is for the body, even a healthy body, to break down a raw carrot, a raw piece of broccoli, a raw piece of cauliflower, extract the nutrients, get rid of the fiber? That's actually quite a process, even for a healthy body. And so to put a patient on an all-raw diet, it's not optimal if you have advanced cancer. You can't handle it. So Gerson was adamant that your meals be thoroughly cooked because cooking is actually a form of pre-digestion. And so the body's ability to convert that food into energy is much easier than putting their meals all raw. Where they got the all raw was those 17 pounds of organic juices. Those juices enter, enter the bloodstream almost as quickly as alcohol. Very, very little energy is required by the digestive tract in order to absorb and convert those foods. So the meals are thoroughly cooked. The raw comes from the 17, juice, uh, 17 pounds of juices every day. Yeah, yeah. The the that is one of the things. Like it's immediate energy to the cell. It's immediate. Immediate. And and with you know people who don't know about gut health, they don't understand why their body isn't able to break down the foods or why they have gut dysbiosis. Why do I have digestion? Why do I have flatulence? Why am I having all of this you know um, internal cramping? And it's like because your guts are not working properly. That's There's right. something that's off there. And if your body isn't um, able to absorb the nutrients then you're throwing away organic food and supplementation. So why not just, to me, it's like we're just taking away all the, all the uh, noise and we're sweeping the floor and going right back down to the base, the basics and the heart and the foundation of, of health. And to, to do anything otherwise has been a futile effort in my experience over the course of 20 years of studying natural health. I've tried all of the protocols, all of the diets, all, and it's just been an expensive waste of time when I'm like, like, why didn't I know about this sooner? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it really is. People are spending tens of thousands of dollars on all these fancy supplements and fancy procedures. Like, you know, even you ultraviolet blood irradiation with ozone or hyperbaric chamber visits. They're great. But without the diet, they're nothing, really. Yeah. You know, and going back again, we already said Hippocrates first theorems first do no harm. What's Hippocrates' other major quote that we all know, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. Dr. Gerson's two mentors were Hippocrates and Paracelsus, who was Hippocrates' student, I believe. So he derived his work from the works of those two ancients. And that is the foundations of healing. If you don't have the massive amounts of food, you're not going to heal. It's that simple. Yeah. So let's go on to detoxification and why when you are flooding your body with the fuel that you need, that you've been designed to have when you're Mm. getting these massive amounts of nutrients, what's happening in the body then as it's transitioning from 
toxicity or acidity over to this alkaline state and why do we need to detox? Why is that so important in that process? Absolutely. So, you know, if you ever heard Charlotte Gerson speak and someone asked her, what's the cause of disease? You will hear her say deficiency and toxicity. We already talked about the deficiency, how the processed foods and the, you know, the horrible diets that people have today are just gradually depleting their system over decades, their immune system. Now let's talk about toxicity. We live in the most toxic world that's ever existed. So a patient coming into our clinic is already extremely toxic. Now you compound the tumors or the disease process that they have. Those are producing its own set of toxins, increasing the toxic load even more. Now you bombard them with the juices, the food, the supplements. You actually generate more toxicity as you kill off the tumor, as you start rebuilding new tissue, destroying disease tissue, and that's even more toxicity. So Gerson, he could not heal people if he could not get the toxins out of the body. He struggled with that in the beginning. Yeah, then, you can become quite sick. If you're not detoxing while you're healing, you, you can could be, die. Yeah. Yeah, you could die. You can go into liver coma because if the liver can't clear it, it will go into liver coma and die. And that's actually what happened in the beginning. And so he had to come up with something that could talk, that could detoxify the patient. And as you know, Gerson made this procedure famous. If it wasn't for Dr. Gerson, you never would have heard of this procedure, and that is the coffee enema. There is not a more potent way to detoxify the human body than a coffee enema. Why? Your liver, it produces an enzyme called glutathione transferase. It is the most potent detoxifying enzyme or one of the most potent in the human body. The way the liver produces glutathione transferase is with palmitic acid. Now, properly roasted, organic coffee, and particularly from a specific type of a bean, a more basic pH bean than the acidic bean that we're accustomed to drinking, is loaded with palmitic acid. And it has been demonstrated over and over and over again that when you do one coffee enema, the production of glutathione transferase by the body goes up six to seven hundred percent greater than normal. Six to seven hundred percent. That is, there is nothing more potent as it relates to detoxification. Now, our patients are getting five a day if they have cancer. That is just unbelievable cleansing. So this is absolutely vital if you're going to heal, is taking a coffee enema. Now, People will say, no, that's ridiculous. Why can't I drink it? And if you're taking... Totally different delivery method. Totally. And if uh, if I'm taking it rectally, how's it getting to the liver? Exactly. Let's talk about that. What's sitting right there when you take something rectally? The hemorrhoidal veins, right? Your hemorrhoids, hemorrhoidal veins. Those hemorrhoidal veins will absorb anything. And we're, in this case, the coffee. And then those hemorrhoidal veins carry it to the portal vein, and they dump it into the portal vein. Well, where does the portal vein end? It ends in the liver. So anything you take rectally goes straight to the liver. That's why some idiots, they've taken a bottle of vodka, and they've done an enema with it, 
and they're dead in 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I, I, you, I heard of the tampons like in high school, right? The kids at school so they wouldn't get caught with liquor, that they would soak tampons in alcohol and in, insert it. Like yeah. the guys, right? The girls yeah, would so, insert it in their vagina and they would still get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if you drink a bottle of vodka, you're going to get really, really ill. Yeah. Because the body's going to metabolize that, right? It's going to break it down, metabolize it, and get rid of it. But you're going to get really, really sick. Like, you know, really sick. Yeah. But if you take a bottle of vodka rectally, you're literally dead in 30 minutes. And it goes straight to the liver. Yeah. Unmetabolized, right? You know, so the coffee, when it goes straight to the liver, it's unmetabolized. So... The palmitic acid salts in that coffee aren't going to get used up in the digestion. They're not going to have the same effects on the adrenal glands, which is toxic when you drink coffee. It goes straight to the liver, unadulterated, and used up immediately. And that's why it is so incredibly powerful. I can drink a cup of coffee, and I'm a wreck. Oh, if I drink I, one wrecks my world now and I've, I've been in a yeah. fatigue case right and i did wasn't yeah. putting two and two together that my caffeine intake just even one cup a day was yeah. you know slowly killing my adrenals and my yeah. thyroid and everything else in my body yeah yeah no so it, what happens to you when you drink coffee yeah when i drink coffee i'm, I'm a wreck i mean i can't handle one cup of coffee I, i'm i have a horrible day i'm jittery you know i can't function i can't think properly when I can do five coffee enemas in a day, and I don't feel a thing other than energy and rejuvenated and cleansed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah. So um, that, that seems excessive, right? A lot of people are like, oh, my gosh. Because even when I tell people I do one coffee enema a day, right? That's probably yeah. my daily self-care, meditative routine. Yeah. Like, no, it's non-negotiable for me Yeah. now, me too. you know? Yeah. And so, um, and we're talking about advanced cancer patients, five a day. That's right. Flooding it, That's right? right? So then, so then how would we apply, you know, a Gerson mindset, a Gerson therapy to people without even though we all have it without cancer. Yeah, you need to do one a day, right? I mean, it's that simple. And people say, well, that's ridiculous. That sounds really excessive and, you know, anal, so to speak. Yeah, I always hear that. Do you hear that? I always get, you know, have you seen that episode on the My Strange Addictions where those people were addicted to coffee enemas? They were doing like four a day. I'm like, well, they're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yet. I mean, because if you do four a day without without replenishing with nutrients – it will work against you. Yes, I mean, you exactly. have to do the, you have to do the nutrients, right? But, you know, is one enema a day extreme? Well, yeah, you know, if I was living in 1800 and the world was pure, the air was pure, the water was pure, uh, yeah, I'd look like a nutcase, right? But we live in the most extremely toxic world in history. And so extremely toxic world requires extremely drastic, drastic measures to combat that. And so everyone should be doing one coffee enema per day, mandatory. And like you said, it's the first thing I do when my feet hit the floor every morning. I do mine first thing. As soon as I wake up, I go straight to my coffee enema. And and that's it. I mean, that is what everyone should be doing. So let's talk about like how. So when I when I share this with people, and, I, and when I first did my first coffee enema, it was four years 
took me four years after you and I had that conversation. I thought about it. I let it, I let it grind. I went through all my limiting beliefs about what my body could do or not do. Um, and then I started juice cleansing and I remember having the most horrible about day eight. I had a lot of uh, body aches. Wow. I had a headache. It took eight days. Like I thought, okay, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Right after day three, you need to, you know, really yeah. you start, start getting those toxins out. So no wonder why yeah, I felt true. like crap, you know? So my daughter was like, mom, maybe you shouldn't be cleansing. I'm like, no, I'm doing this cleanse. I'm doing it. And uh, so I reached out to you and thankfully you saw my message and got back and you're like, what took you so long, girl? Like, What happened? So I went and just got an enema bag, just like one from like CBS. And the amount of immediate relief, the amount of complete and total relaxation and the Zen mode, often I have felt that way after acupuncture was unbelievable. I, I couldn't yeah. even believe my skin started to glow. I started to feel, vi- and after that, I was like, I'm done. Like I'm sold. That's it. It just took one and done. And that's it. It's I'm married to this coffee and the rest of my life. But yeah. it's, it is just, I notice when I, if I'm like traveling and I had, a, I had one of my um, traveling coffee makers break. And so I couldn't do it that day. And I was just, I was like, I noticed a huge difference in my yeah. health and well-being when I don't do them. Yeah. Yeah. So it, let's talk about that real quick when you're traveling, right? Yeah. Like I do a lot of traveling. I'm in hotel rooms constantly. Yeah. All you really have to do is boil water. I have my mason jar. I put three tablespoons of my coffee in my mason jar. I boil water in their coffee maker, right? I boil water in their coffee maker. I pour it in the mason jar before I go to bed. I let it seep overnight, and I have a wonderful coffee enema the next morning. So, you know, you don't really even need to bring your own coffee maker. The hotels provide that. I just had a French press that I preferred (laughs) because it was glass and it wasn't, um, you know, I always think about, speaking of toxins, you know, we get plastics, we get inundated with xenoestrogens, we get inundated with pesticides and even, you know, fragrances, lotions, soaps, you know, hair, uh, hair products, all of it, you know, it just all starts to just, you know, uh, just flood our bodies and absorb even through our skin. So, um, yeah, I, I, the French press breaking was like devastating. But yeah, it's it's super easy to do when you are committed to this. You just find a way yeah. to incorporate it into your life. And it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's really no, it's not. not. People no, have shoved not. things. They've shoved worse things up their butt. So it's like, I know. The, the, the we won't jokes, go into that. I know we won't. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if, if you can... Do all of those other things that you do. Uh, this is really like child's play when it comes to, yeah. you know... Um, taking care of your health. And I always get, you know, people who make jokes, they always say the best part of waking up is folders in your butt is what they say to me, you know, right. and I'm like, they sing the songs and you make the jokes and they never look at me the same after I tell them like, yes, this is what I do. Um, yes. All, you know, it's fun. All jokes aside, what I tell them is like, let's take a look at our health. You know, like mm. if you want to, we can make all the jokes in the world and we can talk about it and it's funny and it's, you know, uh, but really let's, let's compare health and let's take a look at how your, how is your health doing? You know, when's the last time you've cleaned out your organs? When's the last time, you know, if we do it for our cars with radiator flushes and we do, um, you know, we winterize our vehicles, it's good to change out all the liquids and fluids in there and we get regular oil changes, but we don't do jack for our bodies in that capacity. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we take better care of our vehicles, don't we? Yeah, we do. We sure do. We sure do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of nuts. So let's talk about what you are doing in Vermont. 
Um, I saw this beautiful video on your page a little while ago, like maybe in the last couple of years of this farm in Vermont. It looked so idyllic. I was like, when do I get to go there? (laughs) No, you probably. Oh, my gosh. No, what you saw was probably our farm in Washington. Oh, it's Washington. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a few years ago, I'd I'd done a few retreats in Stowe, Vermont in the fall and one one in the spring as well. Um, Rented a beautiful home there and, and had a few you know, retreats there with just five or six people. It was really lovely. It was really a wonderful time, you know, more intimate than, than the clinic. And they weren't cancer patients. It was only detox. So if you had cancer, you'd have to go to the clinic, not yeah. the detox. And then I bought a farm, 21-acre farm up in Washington, about 20 miles from the Canadian border in eastern Washington. Um, and we had, we had a couple retreats there. Uh, but I'm actually – I've sold the farm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we're actually leaving. We're moving out next week. And um, it just, uh, you know, my Filipina wife just can't handle the winter. And so we have to move to Florida. Um, My mom's in Florida, so uh, she's getting up there. And so, you know, I figured I'd be closer to her. Yeah. So, but yeah, but that's what you saw on the website, right? Um, Now I'm going to Stowe, Vermont for vacation because I like it so much (laughs) in the fall. It's beautiful I, there, yeah. Yeah, but I probably will do some, you know, more retreats up in that area, I think, now that I don't have the farm. Yeah. Um, but with COVID and everything, you know, I just kind of took a break from that. And, you know, COVID's been stressful for everyone, um, you know, even myself. I, I just, you know, it, it, it's had an impact on our work and and just our psyche. And so, yeah, I put that on the back burner a little bit, but we'll, we'll pick up again here. I'm sh- I'm sure. Yeah. Cause like these other retreats on, you know, weight loss and detox, I think those are just, just as equally as important of teaching people. Okay. Well, I'm not an advanced cancer st- stage patient, right? So, yeah. so how do I get healthy? What are some things that yeah. we can do on a daily basis? You know, what are yeah. the ways to start to transition the mindset in yeah. how to look at food as medicine, um, yeah. because the Western medical model has so much inundated us, even our kids, you know, even sending your yeah. kids to public school. I noticed a huge difference. Yeah. I homeschooled for all these years and then I sent them to public school and I noticed a huge difference of even how that mindset infiltrates their thinking. And I'm like, of all yeah. households, right? Like, <laughs> like I couldn't even... Um, stop the level of infiltration in that sense of, of how the body works. You know, they've picked up on so much, thankfully, you know, with, with how they were raised, but, but yeah. still, you know, even looking at germs, looking at bacteria, looking at, at how we get sick. It, you have so many voices out there that are, you know, slowly, um, influencing the mindset. Yeah. So, yeah, so many of us were raised with that Western medical model. So what's the best mindset, mind, <laughs> mindset shift that we can have in regards to natural health and using food as medicine. Yeah, right. You know, well, and and that's where the Gerson therapy, you know, it it can't be mistaken as just a therapy to reverse disease. It's a lifestyle. And the principles that Dr. Gerson revealed and understood in his therapy should be reflected in your life. And again, as it relates to metabolism, you must maintain metabolism, the breakdown of food and energy. Your body requires massive amounts of energy on a daily basis to maintain a healthy immune system, let alone cure a sick and dying one. So we must make sure our metabolic processes are in order. We already talked about it 
in the gut, right? Now you've healed the gut. Now you can properly break down your food, absorb it into the bloodstream. Now the cells must convert that into energy. So you must restore the cell. Because everything we've done to cellular metabolism in our diets over the last five, six, seven decades of our life, we've absolutely destroyed cellular metabolism. So let's talk about that for a second. Because if you can apply these principles daily, you can completely reverse your health and maintain your health optimally. So here's your cell. Around your cell, you have a cell membrane. What's that cell membrane made up of? It's made up of fats. It's a phospholipid. Well, what kind of fats is it made up of? Whatever fats you're feeding it. Whatever fats you're feeding the human body, it's naturally going to use to maintain the cell membranes. Like French fry grease? (laughs) Exactly. Cookies, cake, ice cream, meat, cheese, you know, oils, all these oils, cooking with oils. Oh, so many oils. The fat component. I've never, I I did not even put that together, how much fat we are consuming. And I think I was allergic to that 90s. You know, remember the the Susan Powder, uh, Stop the Insanity, the big low-fat movement that we saw in the 90s. Oh, but that was that was just as detrimental to our health as, yeah. you know, yeah. So can we talk about healthy fats for just a minute? Well, that's well, what we're, we're going into. About, oh, good. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're going, going into. No, because this is the secret to health and disease, ultimately. That cell membrane, you have to understand, that's the gatekeeper. It determines what's allowed into the cell, what's not allowed into the cell, what's allowed out of the cell, and what can't come out of the cell. That's all determined at the level of the cell membrane. And it's based on the electrical charge at the level of the cell membrane. Well, what makes up the electrical charge at the level of the cell membrane? It's the fat content. The fat content is what determines the electrical charge. Now, Around that cell, it's made up of fats. That's what we just talked about. But what kind of fats? Whatever fats you're feeding it. What fats is everybody eating today? Saturated fats or partially hydrogenated oils. Read an ingredient list on a label. You'll see partially hydrogenated oils. There's the secret word, hydrogen. Okay, This is the crux of the matter. Now, all your fats are defined based on what? It's either saturated, monosaturated, or polyunsaturated, right? What does that, what does that mean? Most people don't know. No, it's never explained what does that mean. We define fats based on their saturation with hydrogen. So a saturated fat, fats are long carbon chains, and they either have hydrogen bonded to those chains, or they don't. Saturated fats, like butter, like cheese, like meat, like coconut oil, which is hard at room temperature because it's completely saturated. Saturated with what? Hydrogen. When you saturate something with hydrogen, it remains stable at room temperature. 
That's why you see partially hydrogenated oils. Companies have learned they can bubble hydrogen into their oils, into their products, and they can store them on the shelves till Christ comes home. <laughs> so that's what they do. Wow. Why is this significant? How many times have you heard an alkaline diet promotes health, an acidic diet promotes disease? Yep. Yeah, we this is this is common sense if you're involved in natural medicine. An alkaline diet promotes health, an acidic diet promotes disease. But again, that's never explained either. What are the health implications? What are we talking about when those two terms are thrown out like confetti at a country fair? You know? When we're talking about alkalinity and acidity, what are we talking about? We're talking about pH, right? Well, what's pH? What is pH? It's potential hydrogen. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. That's it. Alkalinity and acidity, we're talking about pH. pH is potential hydrogen. What did we just talk about fat contents? They're defined by what? Their saturation with hydrogen. When you are acidic, you have a buildup of hydrogen in the body. Individual hydrogen molecules running around the body, destroying the electrical charge within the body. And if your cell membranes are made up of saturated fats, saturated with hydrogen, why is this significant? Because how does the body create energy? The body creates energy with sugar. Evolutionarily, from the beginning of time, single-celled organisms created energy with carbohydrates, with sugar. And so does your body. Inside your cells, you have little things called mitochondria. Mitochondria convert sugar into energy. You need energy to maintain a healthy immune system. That's why when you see someone who's sick and dying, why are they all lethargic? They're lethargic because they've lost the capacity to produce energy on a cellular level. That is the secret to health and disease. So, when you have hydrogen built up at the level of the cell membrane because of a diet high in saturated fats, as oxygen approaches that cell, which you need oxygen to convert sugar into energy, it is literally kindling to a fire. You cannot get oxygen into the cell because the charge at the level of the cell membrane literally repels oxygen away. So the definition of acidity is the buildup of hydrogen in the body, particularly at the level of the cell membrane. Remember, pH, potential hydrogen. When you are acidic, a better definition of acidity is the inability to utilize oxygen. You can't get oxygen into the cell when you're acidic. It literally gets repelled away. There's no mistake that in 1931, Otto Warburg won the Nobel Prize in Medicine for proving cancer can't survive in a body where the cells are properly oxygenated. And he went on to theorize that the body's main propensity to oxygenate cells is an alkaline diet. That is what maintains the proper charge at the level of the cell membrane, the proper alkaline diet, because when you have an alkaline diet, that alkalinity is pouring in 
When you drink a juice or eat a raw fruit or vegetable, you are pouring hydroxyl ions into the body. Now, let's look at this chemically. What is a hydroxyl ion? Written chemically, it's OH negative, okay? This is simple biochem 101. So imagine you have this acidic body made up of meat, dairy, cheese, cookies, cake, ice cream, all these oils. Standard American diet. (laughs) Exactly. You're acidic. So you have all these hydrogen molecules running around the body. You must neutralize those. How do you neutralize them? The hydroxyl ion, when you drink a juice or eat a raw fruit or vegetable, it gets broken down into potassium hydroxide in the body. OH negative. Now here's the acidic H positive molecule. All of a sudden, these alkaline OH negative molecules can react with these H positive molecules. OH negative, H positive, react. What do you get? OH negative, H positive. Two H's and an O. H2O, water. Neutral charge. All of a sudden, oxygen can start flooding into the cells again because you're restoring the the charge back to neutral or alkaline. And this is the secret to health and disease. You have to neutralize the hydrogen and you have to restore the proper fats at the level of the cell membrane. So there's no saturated fats on the Gerson therapy. But people say, well, you need saturated fats. No one's disputing that. Have you heard of essential fatty acids? Of course. Right? Okay. Do you know what essential means by definition? It means you must get it from your diet. When you hear essential, that means you must get it from your diet. Do you know saturated fats are not defined as essential? You don't get it from your diet. You don't need it in your diet. Why? Because the human body can make its own saturated fats. It can make its own. You don't need it. Okay? So when we're restoring the cell membrane, you must get essential fatty acids. Which ones are those? Those are the polyunsaturated fatty acids. The nut and seed oils, right? Yeah. But particularly, most importantly, flax oil. On the Gerson therapy, the patients get two tablespoons of flax oil daily. Why? That is a completely unsaturated, polyunsaturated fatty acid. When you use that to restore the cell membrane, it literally acts as a magnet. Its charge sucks oxygen into the cell. You want to restore metabolism? You eat flax oil. That was the only oil Gerson found that did not cause tumors to grow. So what is the delivery method? Because I know that there is a cottage cheese flaxseed oil regimen that I've heard about. You know, well, the that's, that's Budwig. That's right, Budwig, that's Budwig protocol, right? right? So yep. yes, yes. I was like, where did I, where did I see that before? Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, so is there, do you just take it straight up? Do you put it in juice? What's the best way to, to consume You it? can do it. Any, I, I put it on my potatoes. I put it in my oatmeal. Okay. And so, yeah, that's how you take, you can take it any way you want. All right. And so 
two tablespoons a day of flaxseed oil, and then they go down to one tablespoon. That goes to restoring the cell membranes with the proper fats so that oxygen can start pouring into the cell. There's one more factor that you need to consider to restore the integrity of cellular metabolism. We've destroyed the cell membrane with the wrong fats. You now must restore the internal portion of the cell, the inside the cell, which we have completely destroyed. And what have we done to destroy the internal portion of the cell? Salt. Salt has completely destroyed the internal integrity of the cell. Are we talking white table salt? We're talking all all salt. salt. So so right in my in my world it's pink Himalayan salt. It's eighty four okay, trace so, minerals in the pink Himalayan salt and or or the Celtic salt or the you know Redmond's real salt. Exactly. Yeah. So so helping me understand the difference. Absolutely. Is so okay. Important. You've got it if eat the eat the Celtic salt, eat the Himalayan salt, because that has all the vitamins and minerals. So does a green juice. A green juice has The 47 vitamins and minerals. It has the iodine, blah, blah, blah. There's no such thing as good salt. There's such thing as better salt, but there's no such thing as good salt. Let me explain. The primary reason you can't have table salt in particular is because sodium and water have now entered our cells and they're swelling our cells up with edema. Massive amounts of edema. Every single patient and companion that comes to my clinic, they leave two to three weeks later, five to 15 pounds lighter, just from the salt and water that is trapped in their cells. Now listen, if you're a mitochondria inside the cell and you have to convert food into energy, how in the heck are you going to work efficiently If you're like in this environment, swelled up with salt and water, it's like a tsunami in there. You have to get salt and water out of the cells because it's trapped in there from years of too much sodium. Wow. 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 So I did did this protocol called the water cure and it was 32 ounces of water with nonsense, a fourth teaspoon of Himalayan salt. Right. Okay. I, when we met, like, I had just lost some weight, but I was swollen after that. Like I literally was gaining weight and I couldn't figure out what in the world was I doing wrong when all these protocols yeah. were what's right, right? Yeah. Interesting. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So it's trapped in there, salt and water. There's only one way you can get it out, potassium. The only way you can get salt out of the body is potassium. So the potassium in the fruits and vegetables is starting to drive the sodium out. And then Gerson came up with a special potassium compound powder that he used um, after 300 different experiments. So they get that in their juice. So they're flushing out massive amounts of salt and water. Now, you cannot have salt on the Gerson therapy. Salt is sodium chloride. Okay. Now, table salt is 99.99% sodium chloride, right? Yeah. And when they came out with table salt, originally, what happened? People started walking around looking like turkeys. Yeah. Because they got goiter. Yeah. 
Why? Because that chloride molecule stripped the iodine out of the thyroid gland. The thyroid gland is completely dependent on iodine. Well, sodium chloride strips iodine from the thyroid gland. Okay? Why is this significant? Table salt's 99.9% sodium chloride. Himalayan salt, Celtic salt, whatever, is 87% sodium chloride. That's the destructive molecule. There's a reason why the Dead Sea is dead. Because it can't support biological life because of the sodium chloride content. Now, if you're eating Himalayan salt, Celtic salt on a regular basis, you're destroying the thyroid gland because that chloride is displacing iodine. Okay? And why is this significant? Do you know what your thyroid gland is specifically responsible for? Your metabolism. <laughs> it's the Making, making the mitochondria in your cell. They, that's the organ that reproduces mitochondria. Those organs that convert food into energy. And so when we, someone's overweight, someone is low energy, they're losing their hair, they're cold all the time. What do we say? They're yeah. low thyroid. Yeah. Right? Yep. If you want to destroy your thyroid gland, eat a lot of salt. You want to destroy the internal metabolism of your cell? Eat a lot of salt. That includes Himalayan and Celtic salt. Now, you mentioned that book, whatever you read, oh, where, yeah. it told you, where it told you to drink a quart of water yep. and put in a quarter teaspoon of Himalayan salt. There's actually wisdom in that. Not if you want to heal. But once you've gotten salt and water out of your body, the excess... Now, this isn't for a cancer patient. This is for a healthy patient. Once you've gotten the salt and water out of your body, your body's daily obligatory loss of sodium is 250 milligrams. That means you must get 250 milligrams in your diet every day. That's about a quarter of a teaspoon. So to dilute that quarter of a teaspoon in, in water and dilute it and drink it throughout the day, that might make some sense. But if that's, that's the only all, salt intake you're having. That's right? exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And that's not the case. No. All Sodium across everything. Canned goods, it's in everything. everything. Everywhere. And now you want to add a little quarter teaspoon of Celtic salt. Uh, yeah, Himalayan to yeah. your water, and you've just compounded the problem. So there's no such thing as good salt. There's such thing as better salt. And when you have a diet high in fruits and vegetables, you get all your naturally occurring sodium that you need for the day. It's not necessary to supplement with salt. Wow. Salt is in everything. It's in everything. Celery. That's why you never juice with celery if you have cancer. It's the highest form of sodium you can get out of any fruit or vegetable vegetable yeah. yeah it's forbidden on the gerson therapy so, you can't juice it so that real yeah, popular cellula celery juice diet right the celery juice 16 ounces every day upon waking that real popular guy who's channeled this information you know <laughs> that's not good is for that you. the medical yeah that the yeah medical that's who i'm referring medium? to yeah yeah that's who i'm referring to yeah look listen you know i mean if you're healthy 
a little bit of celery juice. I don't know about 16 ounces. That's a boatload of sodium. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, but yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, it was, it's it's all this. It was all the rage, right? It was super popular. I know people who you know do. I did it. I did it for a while. You know, like that's what I'm saying. I've tried so many things. It's ridiculous now that I yeah. look back on. Um, it was you know every wind and wave of natural therapy that I could jump on. Even the HCG diet, which was you know totally rocked my world and my body. Um. You know, there's so much misinformation out there. And I, I just try to bring clarity now to, you know, what are just the basics? What do you need basics. to do to just That's get it. healthy? That's it. It's not that hard. No sodium. The proper fats. You got to heal the gut with food. These organic food, obviously not conventional. Right. If our, if our patients had conventional produce, they'd all die. Not one would survive. It has to be organic or they die. Yeah. Okay. So this is it. These are basic principles, you know? And so, and as, as I mentioned early on in the interview, you know, Dr. Gerson's forbidden foods list for a cancer patient, you, it leave you scratching your head. No avocados. You can't have avocados. Why? They're high in saturated fat. We need to change the, the charge at the level of the cell membrane. Right. We have to get, we have to get saturated fats out of the diet. And so there's no saturated fats on the Gerson therapy. Avocado is a perfect food for a human being. Can't it's not good for a cancer patient, right. right? No celery for the same you know the reason of salt that we just discussed. Um, what are some other things that you know are forbidden? No mushrooms. No mushrooms on the Gerson therapy. You don't eat mushrooms. Why? How do mushrooms survive? How do they thrive? What is their natural biological process? Right. An anaerobic environment where no they thrive in an environment where no oxygen is readily available. We know cancer is fungal in nature. It operates like a mushroom. Gerson found when he fed mushrooms to his patients, their tumors got worse. Mm. So these are, this is the legacy he left for us. And these are the basic tenets and principles that cancer patients must follow. But the primary rules that a healthy person should follow, you have to limit your saturated fats. It's that simple, like almost none if possible. That's impossible today because, you know, there's so much crap out there, right? Yeah. yeah. You got to read your labels. Don't eat anything with partially hydrogenated oils. You just don't. You don't. Yeah. That's a rule. No salt. The oils, flax oil. Limit your saturated fats, which i.e. animal products. That includes eggs. Gerson tried eggs. They caused tumors to grow out of control. He tried it. Wow. Eggs cause tumors to grow out of control. So you don't touch them. Yeah. All right. So those are basic principles. And then obviously... Loads of organic fruits and vegetables. Is that that's yeah, simple. yeah. Get a juicer; it's worth the investment. I I, I highly recommend a cold press juicer. Spent lots of money uh, throwing produce down a uh, one of the you know centrifugal or the the, yeah. the ones with the don't get a centrifugal. Oh right. my gosh! Yes, please get yep. a cold press juicer. Um, Doctor Vickers or a Green Star, an Angel, 
Green Star Angel. Um, obviously, the Pure Juicer is the Cadillac of juicers, right? What about the Nama Juicer, the Joe Cross? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, that's fine, out, too. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Green Star Angel. Um, the, the Green Star is kind of the Cadillac of juicers and worth every penny, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it lasts a long time, too. So, yeah. Um, so, how do people get a hold of you? GersonClinic.com. What else? You know, uh, how do you take in... Patients, how do you start the process if someone yeah. you know, finds out they have cancer and they're like cut poisoning and burning myself is not an option. I don't want to, I want to do this holistically. Yeah. What would the first steps be for them? Yeah. So like you said, our website's gersonclinic.com, right? I do all the intake for the clinic. So if someone wants to come to the clinic, they contact us at director at gersonclinic.com. We send them all the information. And we send them the information that they need. Once they've gone through the information, if they're interested in still coming to the clinic, we set up a phone conversation. And all we require is a deposit to guarantee the reservation. They send us their medical records to see if we can accept them. I can't tell you how many patients I turn away because we simply can't help them. You know, they're, they're too far gone. And, and all the other clinics out there, trust me, there are clinics out there that very reputable clinics that they're just taking people's money. It's that simple. They'll take anyone when they shouldn't. And, and so we won't. We will only take people that we know we can help. And if we can't help them, rest assured those other clinics can't help them. So you need to be very careful because they just, they will feed you a line of bull telling you they can help you when they can't. So we have to accept someone first and that's based on their general condition, their medical records, their blood reports, all of that. So we take that in, we look at it. And if we accept you, we require a deposit. We typically can get someone in within seven to 14 days. And it's, it's that simple. Okay. There's no, you know, no fancy paperwork. You need to fill out, you know, loads of paperwork. We just don't require that. Um, we require that the patient be able to eat and drink. They have to be able to eat and drink. They have to be able to eliminate. So no blockages. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and those are the parameters pretty much that, that we can accept the patient. So, so that's it. And then if they go to our website and you click on gift, and then a password is going to pop up. So this is for your listeners. Go to gift, podcast, put in podcast, all lowercase. And you can listen to our private video series that is for our paying clients that come to our clinic. And it's, it's me talking about all this science that we've kind of addressed already here. I just go into it on a deeper scale nice. on, in those videos. So lowercase podcast is the is the password. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, for sharing that here. So let's, let's, if I can leave on this note, um, because I want to be respectful of your time. If somebody gets a cancer diagnosis or somebody they love gets a cancer diagnosis, the first thing I say is don't fear and hit the pause button. Yeah. What would be some of the, the greatest things that you could tell someone not to rush into conventional treatment? Well, first of all, stop listening to everyone around you. Because 99% of the world's completely deceived into conventional medicine. And so once you're diagnosed with cancer, everybody and their brother is going to be telling you to do conventional medicine. So the pressure that's going to be put upon you from people around you, you get them out of your life. And you focus in on obviously natural medicine, obviously the Gerson therapy, right? Um, so that's the first thing. And... When you go into conventional medicine, when you're diagnosed with cancer, you're a million-dollar baby. 
You are a million dollar baby from diagnosis to death. And that is really the ultimate, you know, that is where it heads. It's from diagnosis to death. You're a million dollar baby and they know it. And they are masters at playing off of that. They will play on your fear and they will hound you day and night from the moment you're diagnosed to the moment you come in and and succumb to their treatment. They will call you day and night. Be prepared for that. Don't answer their calls. If you want to heal from any disease, but particularly advanced cancer, you have to have your foundations in the Gerson therapy. And it's from there that you build on those foundations. Right. Because what got you there, what got you to your cancer diagnosis is not going to be what heals you. That's exactly right. Not the mindset, not the diet, not, you know, it's going to require massive change. But just to be able to give people that hope, Patrick has been just, uh, it's one of the greater joys that I've experienced in this life. And I just am so thankful for the work that you do in this world, the light that you shine in this world. It has been, um, like I said, it's a beacon for me because now I have somewhere to send people, right? I mean, like people will ask me, what do I do? And I'm like, go <laughs> call, you know, get there because to, to be able to grab a hold of your life in that way and really, you know, that's the tagline of the show, take charge of your health and healing, right? Like just to be able to do that. It's one of the greater, most empowering things I've ever seen people do. Exactly. And it's awesome. You are your own, you are your own advocate. It's that simple. Yeah. You know, you are given a body that you are accountable for and medicine has made you believe that there's nothing you can do for your disease. You have to take their treatments. It's a lie. Your health is in your body. And you are your greatest advocate. Don't ever forget that. Nobody else is. You are. Not your friends, not your family, and certainly not the conventional medical doctors. Those guys are shooting blind in the dark. So, you know, you must become your own advocate. Yeah. True words have never been spoken. That's for sure. Thank you, Patrick Vickers, for being on the show today with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your support. You can find out what else is going on in my world by following on Instagram at the only Just Joni. On Facebook, just look up Homegrown Health. And then on Twitter as well at HGH Radio. And thanks so much for listening.